Hey there, folks. I'd like to welcome you to a brand new show we have here on the DNT Network. This show is called Transactions with Dave Canton, and it features CEO and founder of the Dave Canton Group, which is one of the largest automotive M&A firms in the nation. We'll be touching on all kinds of things from the ever-changing climate of the automotive industry to financial topics that matter most to automotive dealers, professionals, and everything in between. I am your host, Derek D., but let me welcome CEO and founder of the Dave Canton Group, who will be joining us on every episode of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Dave Canton. What's going on, Dave? Derek, good afternoon. Hope you're having a great day. What's happening, buddy? How are you? I'm good, man. Thanks for asking. Uh, well, you know, the Giants won this past weekend, so that's always a plus. But, you know me, I'm I'm always working on things, producing things, performing, you know, staying busy in this crazy entertainment business. That's all that counts, you know? Hey, you can, you can always be a Jets fan. And I, I actually feel most uh, horrible for my son, who I made into a Jets fan, where <laughs> here we are on the couch on draft day, so excited about Zach Wilson. And, and all of a sudden, the backup is like the hero of New York. He had a great game, though, that guy. That guy, Mike White. Unbelievable. Yeah, <laughs> Un- 400 plus yards. I mean, come on, where's he going next year, right? Yeah, for real. I mean, Mike White, he shared a great game in his first NFL start. It's an NFL record. But then last Thursday in the second game, he hurt his hand on the first drive. So who knows what's in store for the Jets? And I, and I know this isn't a sports podcast. We'll, we'll get past this in a second. But real quick, the World Series just happened. The Braves won. And I know your son is a big baseball fan and player as well, right? My son is a huge baseball fan, just an enthusiast of all sports. But baseball is his favorite. And uh, I got to tell you, he was rooting for the Braves. Loves loves Atlanta. Loves the team. And uh, especially the bullpen. And he's excited that they won. And I think they deserved it. They played their hearts out. It was a great, great series to watch. And yeah. look, at the end at the end of the day, it's baseball, right? It's it's you know, it's something we love to watch. Yeah, for sure. So how how you doing? I know you were just on vacation in Greece. You saw a lot of. Great uh, posts that you're posting on social media. How was that? That looked fun. I'm enjoying the balance of life, Derek. Uh, you know, that's what I was going to ask you. How do you balance work and vacation and stuff? You know, I, I learned a few years ago because you know, gosh, the old Dave Canton with the the the, the unbalanced Dave Canton of not being able to disconnect from work. Uh, really, it, it hurt me in life because I would never vacation. Right? I, I was I would work, 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 and I don't think that's beneficial for anyone. So I'm not advocating on that. Uh, I think I really uh, understood how to take off in the entrepreneurial world once I understood balance. And now n- now that I get it, I get to go to places like Greece that I just celebrated with, with two incredible friends on their magnificent engagement, uh, spent some incredible uh, time with my wife. And Greece is just absolutely phenomenal. But at the same time of doing all of that, I was able to work. I mean, that's really what I love the most about operating all the DCG family brands, I could do it anywhere in the world. As long as I have mobile service and I could reach my team and I could reach my customers, that's really what matters most. You know, it just might be at six o'clock PM, my day starts and at 4 AM my day ends and I'm taking a quick power nap for a few hours. (laughs) But at at the end of the day, that's the story of my life. I've always slept you know, four or five hours a night. I always try to, you know, I get my most work done when the house is quiet in the evening. And I like to be the first one up. I'm typically in the office, usually about an hour and a half before the sun comes up. So, wow. uh, you know, that's my peace and quiet time, Derek. The phone's not ringing. The emails aren't flowing in. And I really get the opportunity to, 
create a positive state of mind to begin my day. Uh, some call it meditate. Some call it, you know, really engaging in, in understanding clarity and, and creating that, that, that positive state of mind, which I, which I really enjoy to do every single morning. It's kind of my time. It yeah. allows me to, it allows me to plan for the day. Right. Um, which, which allows us to create so much success. And I got to say, I got probably one of the best executive teams and, and, and leadership teams that you could ever ask for in my companies. Uh, my, the, the people at DCG are absolutely phenomenal. Our company would be nowhere near where it is today without the involvement and leadership of each and every member of our firm. Yeah. I mean, y- you have to have balance for sure, like you're saying. And you're, you're out there vacationing with friends and family and having a great time. But the people you work with back here, you know, a seven to 10 hour difference, depending on which coast you're on, your team knows you're available and you're accessible and you're an entrepreneur putting in the work even when you're on vacation. And I'm sure they truly appreciate that. Eric, it's also about the maturity of an entrepreneur, the maturity of of a real CEO that understands uh, what it takes to operate a company. I can't micromanage from, from above, right? I mean, you know, there's processes in place, there's expectations that we like to follow and, and live upon. And you got to let your people flourish. You got to let them, you know, kind of make their own mistakes and learn from their own adversity and, and, and fix them on their own and, 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 and guide them through the, through the journey of, of figuring out the most successful ways to accomplish and achieve your goals. And I really believe uh, you know, that once when somebody fails, because anyone that tells you they succeeded without failing, they're lying to you, obviously. Oh, right. Clearly. I can't Jeez. count. I can't <laughs> count how many times I failed. I failed every day, count, Dave. <laughs> yeah. I might be able to count how many times I succeeded, but I definitely can't count how many times I failed way, way too many. But though each and every one of those experiences, Derek, have given me so much of a life lesson of a lesson that's allowed me to, to just climb that ladder, right? To really just understand the mature level of operating and becoming a powerful CEO. And I use that word powerful, not to hold power. I utilize it because I really believe I have the greatest team side by side of me and they're all partners, right? You know, when, when someone, when I introduce a team member, I don't introduce them as someone that, you know, works for me. I introduce them as a partner because I do believe that everyone that is a part of a company is a partner. You know, the act as if philosophy of of driving in every day and acting as if your name is on the building and eventually maybe one day it will be. And and that's really what I want for each and every one of my members of DCG to really go out there and just conquer all of their dreams. That's a great way to be. You know, a lot of people I talk to on this show on Dealer News Today, they, uh, you know, whether they're they own an auto group, they own multiple dealerships, whatever it is, or they're a CEO, you know, they always talk about taking care of their people. And that's one of the most important things, especially during the pandemic and the craziness that, you know, the last year and a half has, you know, dealt to people. Uh, that was one of their main things. And that's probably why one of the reasons that the automotive industry is so successful right now. And, you know, uh, uh, what we, as I was saying before, you know, DCG has a family of brands. So you, 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 you have your finger on the pulse of the uh, automotive and dealership industry. So what is, what is your take on it right now? Where are we at right now? Is, is it still booming? Are we on a little bit of a decline? Are we staying steady? You know, what's, what's doing Dave? Well, let me just go back to your, to our last uh, small segment here. Sure. People are your greatest asset in business. And for any business owner that doesn't understand that, they're going to go out of business or, yeah. or they're not going to thrive in ways they should. So once you understand that people, your people, the company's people are the greatest asset of a business, 
That's most important. Talking about the automotive industry, wow. What a, what an incredible 20 months of a roller coaster, right? Who would you know, have thought? I say this, <laughs> you know, I, I say this time and time again. The automotive industry, okay, is is built upon the, some of the most resilient entrepreneurs and leaders in the entire universe. And I'm going to tell you what I mean by that. Take you back to March 2020, okay, when dealers and, and manufacturers were in complete panic mode, okay, doing nothing but just watching on the TV of what governor was shutting down what, what businesses are considered essential, how are we going to operate our service and sales departments, you know, what, what do we tell customers, what do we tell our staff? How do we, how do we, you know, how do we handle this, right? There was no, there was no owner's manual on how to handle a pandemic. Okay. And I talked about this a lot on dealer news today, but there was no book to reference to. There was no, okay, on page 37, it tells you how to hit. No, you had to figure it out on your own. Here's what I absolutely adore about the automotive industry. There was a group, okay. Of thousands of, of dealer principals, dealership owners, that literally just reached deep down in their pocket and just pulled out so much tenacity and grit and figured out, Derek, how to go from a complete shutdown, a complete standstill, to rising to the occasion of bringing back their staff, of handling safety for their customers and their employees, and rallying around the communities. I mean, some of these dealers did the most magnificent things for their communities to make sure that everyone is is able to survive. Because let's face it, 20, 20 months ago, it was survival mode, right? It was, oh my gosh, what do we do, right? I mean, a pandemic actually is hitting home. Yeah, so, with like every you know, business, you know, because no one knew oh at my the time. Gosh, it was every business, no matter what, what it was. To do. But I, I sit back and I, and, I, and I really, I listen to these stories. I talk to my clients. Some of them might own five dealerships. Some of them might own 200 dealerships. And the stories that are told, the situations that occurred, they're priceless. And these mm-hmm. dealers that just, that, that, that narrowed in on their, on their customers, narrowed in on helping their employees and put themselves last, their business last, but people first, right? Going back to people, your greatest asset. They're the ones that understood what it takes to, 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 to bring back a community because any business can't survive without the surroundings of the community, right? And For these sure. businesses, these automotive dealers did such a phenomenal job. The industry today is thriving. It's the pure definition of supply and demand, right? Anywhere we go, we see all these ships out there in the water, <laughs> just sitting there floating with billions of dollars of goods. They got our cars on there. They got all our holiday presents on there. You know, they got, they got everything and anything on there that you probably have back ordered. We got to get those getting emails, <laughs> yeah. right? How, how many <laughs> emails do you get a week? That it's it, a product is delayed that you might've ordered on Amazon. It's absolutely incredible. I have but a couple of things that end, I'm waiting for right now. <laughs> yeah. It's true. At, at the end of the day, the automotive industry will never most likely be what it was two years ago. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it's an adjustment. It's evolving. I think that the consumer habits are changing, uh, maybe for the better for everyone. I think dealers are adjusting to a, uh, I don't want to say a a touchless 
uh, concept of, of selling cars, but it's an easier way of selling a car. I think the process of going into a car dealership and planning on spending seven hours there is gone. I think you could almost today, you know, prepare what's in stock, buy it, order it, and do a delivery within like an hour. Yeah, and think about should, that, right? Yeah, I mean, three, think about that. It, th- for three to five hours in a dealership is not fun. You just want to go there to pick up your car if you have to. But you don't want to. You don't want to sit there and wait. That's the, that's just the worst. And I think you're right. That's that's going to be a thing of the past. It's absolutely changing. It's evolving, and it's better for everyone. Look, you could you could wake up and say, "I have an event I have to go to tonight. I need a new shirt. Go to the mall." And that could take an hour. Imagine the same time to buy a shirt to buy a car, right? Which is typically your second greatest asset you own. Be, be you know, you own your home, you own your cars, right? So at the end of the day. Uh, I think that I think the industry is changing. I think it's changing for the better. I think we're going to see a lot more of instead of going into car dealerships and, you know, and 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 browsing 600 cars on the lot, you're going to order your next car, right? You're going to go in there and you're going to build your next car. You know, I was I was joking with someone the other day, but I went to Apple. And, and of course, I had to go get the Apple 13 Pro Max, which, again, is on an eight week delay. Oh, I ordered um, one. But- I ordered a new one. It's I've, I've talked about it on the show because of the chip. It was a delayed, too. But yeah, I'm, I won't get yes. mine until December 3rd. <laughs> I, I'm on December, I think December 13th, right? Or between <laughs> December 13th and 20th. So my wife and I go order these. And it was a magnificent process. You walk in there, even though you're let down that they don't have it in stock, they walk you through the process of ordering it. It was simple. It took seven minutes. It was phenomenal. Now, imagine walking in a car dealership and saying, well, I want this car in this color with these options. They walk you to a, a kiosk. You fill out the information, you, you give a credit card for a deposit, and they call you when the car comes in. And maybe they deliver it right to your front door. I mean, that's the ease of doing business, of buying something. Even though there was that initial disappointment of not having it on the spot, which, of course, we love, right? We want to we walk out with that new shiny foam. Right, but, instant gratification. You know, the, the ease of the purchase was, was second to none. I mean, it was, it was a pretty easy process. And it was a peaceful process. There was no frustration. You know, I think the haggling back and forth in the showrooms, those days are done. You know, it's kind of, you know, you know, it's, I I think it's kind of, this is the price. This is the car. You know, you want one in stock. You're going to pay this price. You want to order one. You might pay that price. Um, You know, you want it today. You're going to pay this price. You want to wait six months. You might pay that price and that's okay. Right. Mm -hmm. That's okay. So I do believe the ease of car buying is definitely here today uh, and here to stay right for the future. Um, But the industry is changing. It's a phenomenal industry. Uh, I love being in this industry. You know, I could do mergers and acquisitions in any industry. And we do, we do dive into other industries at time. You know, people always say to me, why do you focus so much on your merger and acquisition firm in the automotive industry? Hmm. Well, the answer is pretty simple, right? I mean, we do about two or $3 billion of acquisitions just in the automotive space. But number two, I love who I'm doing business with. Again, you know the, the the group of individuals in the automotive industry that that we that are our clients are some of the most magnificent people, and I'll tell you why. If somebody said, "What's the number one reason?" They're not afraid to give. Right? Mm. They are some of the most philanthropic individuals you will meet, and that means so much to me because, as you know, uh, you know DCG. Uh, we 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 have a group called DCG Giving, which is 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 a is a uh, philanthropic charitable uh, uh, organization that we have that we strict that we donate a percentage of each acquisition that we close, okay, to a childhood cause 
uh, uh, philanthropic charity in the area of where the acquisition closes. So if we close the deal in Texas, our director of philanthropy chooses a childhood cause charity that could use the funds. And we write a check. So it does it in that area. That's really cool. I didn't realize that. It it does it in the area of where we close on that acquisition. And I got to tell you, it's unbelievable. You know, our director of philanthropy uh, is, is extremely influential and, and does his due diligence and understanding that it's going directly to the cause. Uh, You know, children are our future, Derek. And, and if and if we're sure. not if we're not if we're not watching out for them, no one is. So you know everything we do has a philanthropic cause behind it. It has a purpose behind it, and the automotive industry is filled with philanthropy, and that's why I love it so much. We're always looking to give back. So that's probably the greatest reason of why I'm so honed in on the automotive industry because it's an industry that's not afraid to give in order to receive, and that's so critically important for me to do business. Right? Yeah, definitely. I saw on uh, social media. You've been killing it on the acquisition side of things, the M&A side of things, and everyone benefits from that, especially when that's doing well. Your philanthropic ventures do well also. There is an M&A frenzy out there, as everyone knows, the buy-sell industry in the automotive space is at an all-time height. Uh, I mean, it's like kind of a pull-ahead program, you know, mm. You know, uh, uh, owners and entrepreneurs in, in this industry that considered, you know, I'm going to put a retirement date of 2030. You know, it's the perfect storm right now to create succession planning because, you know, you have, you have all-time historically low interest rates if you're a buyer looking to acquire something, and you're making the most money you've ever made probably before in your lifetime of owning. So you have historically high profits, which are going to create the highest evaluation if you're selling. So you kind of combine the perfect storm between a buyer being able to buy at the lowest price, a seller being able to sell at the highest price. You put that together and it's going to create a lot of activity in the buy-sell industry. Uh, With that being said, yeah, I mean, gosh, we put a goal out there, you know, January, and we're gonna we're gonna more than double that goal. Wow, um, which is phenomenal. You know, where we're humble. Uh, you know, we are very careful on on represent on who we represent, the client that we represent. We do not get involved in just any acquisition. We carefully analyze acquisitions before we put our stamp of DCG on them to represent them, and we do that for a purpose of just credibility and making sure that the acquisition is going to get to the closing table. Uh, with that being said, yeah, phenomenal year. I mean, we we have weeks where we close on four acquisitions in one week. I mean, it's, wow. you know, it's, it's, it's busy and, and I got to give it up to my team again. Everyone on my teams, uh, especially the acquisitions team, the capital team, uh, they are thriving and working uh, around the clock. I mean, I hope they're, I hope they're creating balance. I'm pretty confident they are. I'll tell you something pretty cool in a minute that that I'm taking my whole team on kind of to disconnect and create some extra balance. But, you know, (laughs) you you want to talk about tenacity and grit. I mean, some of my individuals on the DCG teams, they just they won't stop. They'll do anything to take care of a customer. And that's what I love the most. I mean, they'll drive six hours. They'll 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 stay up on the phone with them till 11 o'clock at night, you know, helping them work on documents needed for the closing or preparation for, for the banking aspect or motor vehicle aspect or manufacturer applications. We don't just introduce a buyer and seller. We are there, okay, to assist in every and each aspect needed in order to get to that closing table. And there's a lot of different areas of expertise needed. So 
we take great pride in walking and carefully walking that deal to the acquisition table. So hands down to my team, I'll tell you about something really cool we just did, Derek. So, yeah. uh, you know, my, my wife and I are really big into spirituality and we're very big into understanding uh understanding how to disconnect and, 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 and balance and all of these amazing things that I've learned from my wife and, and some great people that she's introduced me to, to really help me uh, flourish in life and really uh, uh, create a greater me. Um, and so Miraval in, in Arizona is one of our favorite places to go. Uh, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's an incredible spa. I'm sure everyone uh, uh, that's listening has heard of it. It's in Tucson, Arizona. It's yeah, called I've heard Miraval. of it. I've never been uh, there. <laughs> it's absolutely phenomenal. They have some incredible team building skills for, 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 for you. They have incredible, they have an awesome spa, but there's so much to do there. There's so much uh, area to area to help you focus and elevate in life and business and relationships. So I'm taking the entire DCG company to Miraval in January. We are super excited. And we're just going to go there. We're going to disconnect from acquisitions and capital. And we're going to work together as a team to elevate each other and to get closer and to, you know, kind of really understand life and, and how to maximize all the incredible, wonderful things we want out of it. So I'm excited to be able to do this for my team. We haven't been together. You ready? Well, yeah, we haven't right. been together as a group since February 2020. At NADA in Las Vegas, when there. you were there, <laughs> when you were there, and we had that incredible concert uh, at Lavo. Now, here's some more exciting news. Okay, here's some more exciting news. We just booked it, March twelfth. Okay, two thousand twenty-two, NADA Las Vegas. I just literally signed the contract to close down Lavo on Saturday night in Las Vegas. Oh, wow. Okay, we're, we're going to invite the top five, 600 clients we have, you know, between automotive dealer principals, uh, manufacturer executives, attorneys, accountants, vendors, and so on. Okay. And That's we're going to host... We're going to host the most, um, the most amazing concert. I can't say who it's going to be. Okay. I'm not going to, I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag, but it's going to be an incredible night. It's March 12th. I, I'm not going to, I can't let any more details out. I will tell you this. The contract is signed. The deposit has been made. Lavo is shut down in Las Vegas on Saturday night, March 12th. And we are going to throw the event of all events. So that's like, that's going to be the hottest ticket in town for that week. That's for sure. Uh, am I going to be there? An invite, if you get an invite, <laughs> that means you're special to DCG. Derek, of course, you're going to be there. You're going to be on stage again, brother. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, I'm down. That was such a great time. I literally thought I was watching queen live i mean the band's called almost queen that was there at this last party and it was they're simply amazing crazy that's the last time everyone was together but uh you know it's great how things uh, regarding the pandemic anyway are so much better than they were we can look forward to an amazing night that's coming up in march i can't wait to hear more details about it dave canton ladies and gentlemen ceo and founder of the dave canton group dropping all kinds of great advice informational gems about the automotive industry the m&a world i mean you name it all right here on the first episode of Transactions with Dave Canton. Appreciate you coming on the show, and I'm looking forward to seeing you in person in March if if I don't see you beforehand. Yeah, I'm going to see you in March, March 12th. May, you know, Mark the date on your calendar, Will and do. I look forward to speaking to you again next week. Derek, it's always a pleasure. It's always great. 
I feel like when you and I collaborate and get on these uh, and get on these short calls, it always brings out the best of a conversation. So thank you so much. Oh, you got it. The pleasure's all on this side of the microphone, Dave. And to the automotive industry, thank you so much for everything you've delivered back to my companies. And we, we continually try to work as hard as we can for each and every one of you out there. Stay healthy, stay safe, and uh, look forward to speaking to all of you soon. Well said. Thank you so much, Dave. That's it for this first episode of Transactions with Dave Canton, hosted by yours truly. Make sure you also listen to all the Dealer News Today episodes, and you can get those wherever you listen to your podcasts. Follow DNT on Instagram at Dealer News Today. You could also go to DealerNewsToday.com. I'm Derek D. Thanks for listening, everybody, and I'll talk to you next time.